Hey there, welcome back to Quick Kiss and Frogs, the podcast exploring dating and relationships from the perspective of a therapist who's been there herself. I'm your host, Dominique, and today we're going to be talking about being a late bloomer in dating. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that you are welcome to check out my website. I have lots of articles you can read about similar topics, everything related to dating and relationships, and that link is in the podcast description. And while you're there, if you haven't already, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? I appreciate you being here today to listen, so let's get started. When it comes to being a late bloomer, this can be a little bit of a loaded topic for some people. It can be a sensitive topic because sometimes if you are a late bloomer, it feels a little bit embarrassing even to admit it. And I know that because I was a late bloomer and I remember feeling a lot of shame about being a late bloomer when it came to dating. And I thought I was the only one out there like that, which may sound a little dramatic, but we all get that way sometimes. And now as a clinician, I know from working with so many women that it is far from being as uncommon as I thought it was. And there are lots of us out there who get a later start to dating than our peers might. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because it is a unique perspective and it does change the dating experience a bit for you. In some ways, there are more challenges, but in other ways, there are some really great unique benefits that you get by getting into the dating game a little later So dating and relationships are a process and everyone begins that process at different points in their life for various reasons. You can think of it, it it being dating, the dating experience as a swimming pool and everyone gets in the pool at their own time in their own way. So some people are going to cannonball into the deep end while they're still in their early teens And others maybe aren't even going to start dipping their toes into the shallow end until they're in their late 20s or even 30s. And that is okay. Everyone has their own timing and shouldn't feel like they have to rush to keep up with anyone else. But sometimes people are late bloomers. You know, they're dipping their toes in the shallow end when they really want to be jumping into the deep end. And so it can be frustrating and sometimes feel embarrassing. And what's really helpful for that is to remember some of the reasons why people end up being late bloomers in dating, because it can happen for different reasons. For some people, it's just preference. They don't have an interest in dating until they are further along in life, until they're you know in their 20s or older. For other people, it's due to circumstances or a lack of opportunity. Other times it is social skills or a lack thereof, because for some folks, it just takes a bit longer to develop those interpersonal skills and the insights and awareness that are needed for having successful dating relationships and interactions in the romantic sphere. Often it is actually some combination of both of those things, circumstance or opportunity, as well as social skills or other internal barriers. And some of the common reasons that I have heard people share for getting a later start to the dating game include things like being too shy when they were younger, um, moving around too much. So when they're in high school or in their 20s or early 20s, at least they were moving around, never staying in one place long enough to really start dating seriously and develop a relationship. Um, Other times people were in very rigorous academic programs and so they didn't have the time or energy left for dating, even if they were interested in it. And very commonly, the reason I've heard is that 
women were lacking in confidence or had really, really deep insecurities that prevented them from seeking out relationships or even being open to dating. And sometimes it's something that they didn't realize at the time was holding them back. They didn't understand in the moment that their insecurity was keeping them from being open to dating. They just felt frustrated because the lack of dating reinforced the insecurity that they had and it could become a very vicious cycle and that would end up being something that we kind of worked to untangle in our work together. And if, if that resonates with you, I did do an episode a few back talking about insecurity in dating, um, not only the damage that it can cause, but also ways that you can overcome it because it can be overcome. So if that feels like that might be something relevant to you, please go check that out. I'll have it linked in the podcast description. But whatever your reason or the reason behind being a late bloomer, it doesn't mean that you are bound to have tons of difficulty when you do start dating or that dating is a lost cause altogether. Of course, that being said, there are some unique challenges to being a late bloomer in dating. And so those include things like being potentially naive about certain aspects of dating. Now, it's not always a bad thing to be innocent of certain things. Um, and it doesn't you know, mean that you've done something wrong, but there are certain aspects of dating where you do want to be cautious. There are plenty of times when you're going to meet guys who seem too good to be true because they are. They are not that good of a person, um, even though they might seem that way. And there are things that you learn through dating that tend to make one a little bit more cautious and sometimes even so far as to become cynical after a while. And you don't necessarily want to become cynical, but you don't want to be completely naive either. So when you're coming into the dating game later than your peers, it means that they might have already learned a lot of those lessons and you are brand new to the game and you are starting to learn that yourself for the first time. So you're going to be learning and acclimating to certain aspects of dating after most of your peers are already experienced. And in some ways, you can benefit from that by learning from mistakes that your friends have made if they are dating before you are. And you can have some people who have a little bit more real world dating experience that you can bounce ideas off of. You can get feedback from them about guys that you're dating and they can help you to avoid some of the common pitfalls that sometimes happen when someone is too naive in dating. Another potential challenge might be the fact that the men you date are likely going to have more relationship experience than you do. Now that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it can even be a beneficial thing if the man that you're dating has more relationship experience and he has learned things about himself and has grown from those experiences, that's great. It means you are meeting you know, a better version of him than you would have if you met him before he had learned those lessons and experienced that growth. But other times it can create a feeling of imbalance and sometimes there are people who would want to take advantage of someone or of your naivete. And so you want to watch out for that. Um, but again, that's when it helps to have trusted people like friends and family who have a little more experience than you do and can give you feedback on those situations so that you make sure that you're not getting into a situation that could end up being harmful. 
And another common challenge to being a late bloomer in dating is feeling embarrassed for having less experience. Of course, there's usually no reason to feel embarrassed. It's not anything shameful. It's just maybe different than your peers, but it's not uncommon to feel embarrassed about the fact that you do have less experience in dating than your peers and that you do have less experience dating than the people that you're going out on dates with. And sometimes that can lead to feeling pressure to meet certain milestones in dating or to catch up with your peers. And that is never something that you want to let influence your decisions in dating because there is nothing embarrassing about being a little bit late to the dating game. But when you start rushing the process of dating and you're rushing into relationships or rushing to meet certain milestones, whether it's physical milestones like sex or relationship milestones like moving in with someone or getting engaged, then the only thing you're putting at risk is your own self. And you're more likely to cause harm or end up in a bad situation if you are rushing things than if you are taking the process for what it is and if you're taking your time thoughtfully getting to know the people that you're dating, getting into a relationship and letting that progress at a natural speed where it happens gradually over time and you continually get to know one another better and see that you are a good fit and you're able to rule out any potential concerns along the way. Um, so when you start letting a feeling of embarrassment or feeling of pressure to catch up, drive your dating decisions that can cause all kinds of problems. So I do not recommend that. And again, if that's something that you feel like maybe reflects how you're feeling, if you are a late bloomer, and if you are finding that you feel very insecure about being a late bloomer, I have an episode I did just a couple back talking about insecurity in dating, both the dangers and the pitfalls that you can find yourself in if you're letting insecurity drive your dating decisions, whether that's insecurity about being a late bloomer or insecurity about anything else. Um, but I also discussed ways that you can fight back against that insecurity and overcome it so that it is not driving your dating life. So if that's you, definitely um, go back and check that episode out. I'll have it linked in the podcast description for you so you can find it easily. And the last challenge to being a late bloomer in dating is the fact that the older you get, the fewer singles or single men there are going to be available. And that's just statistics. It's reality. So it's not something we can change, but it is good to be aware of so that you can be sure to be more focused and thoughtful when it comes to dating and that you can have you know some extra motivation to keep your standards high because you don't as much as you don't want to rush the process and you don't want to be driving yourself um, to catch up with peers, you also don't want to waste your time. You never want to waste your time in dating. You want it to be something that is productive or beneficial, which dating can be even if you're dating or going out with people who turn out not to be the right match for you. But you don't want to waste your time and especially when you're aware that there is, you know, there are less options at a certain point, you don't want to waste time then either. And the the important note I would add is that just because there are statistically fewer single people, the older you get, people tend to have already met their partners and they're in committed relationships or marriages. That doesn't mean that the right guy for you 
isn't out there. That's not going to necessarily change. Um, but the availability of good matches for you is definitely going to decrease. So it may just take a little more effort to find that person who is a good match once you are at the age where there tend to be fewer single people available. So not, again, doesn't mean it's a lost cause, just means that you want to be aware of that reality so that you can be empowered to be thoughtful and deliberate in how you approach dating. But for all those potential challenges that come with being a late bloomer in dating, there are also a lot of really unique, wonderful benefits to being a late bloomer. So if you are someone who is getting into the dating world and it's a little bit later than your peers did and you're feeling kind of behind the curve and struggling to find any upside, I am here to let you know that there's all kinds of upsides to this. So for one, when you are starting to date later in life, again, this might mean you're in your mid-20s, it might mean you're in your 30s, um, but you likely have a better sense of who you are what you value, and what you want and expect from a relationship than you would if you were, say, 20 and dating. You are a hopefully more mature and more grounded and more well-developed person than you were when you were younger. And so you get to bring that to the table in dating, and you get to bring that extra wisdom and maturity and insight to dating. And you are also likely more confident and self-assured. How many of us were much less confident when we were um, in our, you know, late teens and early 20s than we are now? Probably most of us become much more confident as we get into our later 20s and into our 30s. So if you are in your early 20s and you are struggling with that confidence, hang in there. It does get better as you get older and you know, if you are feeling already confident, that's wonderful. You know, you missed out on a lot of the heartache that the rest of us had to struggle with if we were, you know, having a hard time with confidence and lacking in that area. When you are a later bloomer, when it comes to dating, you're also likely to have better judgment and be able to be more discerning and be a better judge of character. So being a late bloomer can mean that you are a little bit naive about certain aspects of dating. I mentioned that already. But in other ways, when it comes to judging people's character and life more generally, you are much more likely to be more discerning and have better judgment and have wisdom and insight that comes from lived experience and just having more time interacting with people and being alive and seeing how the world works. So you have that advantage. You're also more likely to have a life outside of dating and a better sense of who you are as a person. So you have this wonderful benefit of being less likely to need to seek attention and validation from a boyfriend or from dates. And so a lot of times a trap people fall into in dating, especially when they are younger or less confident, is dating to get validation and to get attention and to feel better about themselves. So if you are older and you are more secure and you are more sure of who you are and you have that groundedness and confidence, you are likely to already have a great sense of identity and you won't be needing to seek identity or have that bolstered by 
seeking attention from romantic relationships. You'll be able to engage in a romantic relationship that is beneficial and edifying and wonderful because of the relationship and the partnership it provides, not because it validates or you know bolsters a lagging sense of self. You are also, when you're a late bloomer to dating, you are going to be better equipped to navigate conflict and relational challenges. Most of us develop these skills over time. There's very few of us, I think, that would look back and say that the way we handled conflict when we were 16 was better than the way that we handled conflict at 26. We tend to get better at handling challenges as we get older and as we have more challenges under our belt that we have faced and overcome. So when it comes to relationships, conflict is going to be part of that. And navigating that conflict can be really tricky when you are younger and less experienced in life overall. So having more life experience and better understanding of how to navigate conflict and navigate challenges can be a real benefit for your relationships. Another great plus is the fact that the guys you're dating, if you are a bit of a late bloomer and a little bit older, the guys that you're dating are likely to be your peers, which means they're also a little bit older and likely to be more mature, more self-aware, more sure of their identity and more confident and better potential partners overall. Most people are not at their peak when they are in their very early 20s. And so it's great to be able to date someone who has worked it all out of their system a bit already and is at a similar phase in life to you and has more maturity, more wisdom, more confidence, and is more sure of who they are. It makes for a better relationship. So you have that going for you if you are starting to date a little bit later and you're dating guys who are in their late 20s and up. And overall, being a late bloomer just means that you have a better chance of avoiding a lot of the unnecessary heartache that comes with making the kinds of mistakes people tend to make when they are dating in their very early 20s or teens. And that's not to say everyone makes those same mistakes, but a lot of people do. And a lot of people regret a lot of things or they have a lot of emotional wounds that follow them from those early relationships so by being a late bloomer you have a great opportunity to hopefully avoid a lot of those same mistakes and avoid that unnecessary heartache so like i said earlier personally i was a late bloomer i didn't go on my first proper date until i was already out of undergrad and i have worked with lots of women who were late bloomers who didn't start dating until say their mid-20s up on into their 30s and everything in between and so from all of that experience both personal and clinical um i there are some things that i would recommend if you are a late bloomer, you know, if that's how you identify yourself and you're starting to date, say in your mid twenties or later. And my advice would include that you should not be ashamed of being a late bloomer and you shouldn't try to hide it. It's not some big, dark secret. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. And it is not going to make any reasonable guy go running for the hills. But on the other hand, don't flaunt it either. You don't want to make yourself a target for creeps, basically. And you don't want to set yourself up to be taken advantage of for any potential perceived naivete that you may have. Um, And I would recommend that you do your best not to feel discouraged about starting to date 
at an older age than maybe your peers did. And remember that most guys do not care. And there's actually a lot of guys that are grateful to date women who are more mature, who are wiser, who are more confident and know themselves, know who they are and what they want out of life. And a lot of times a benefit that guys see is that when a woman doesn't have a long, you know, years long dating history, she's less likely to be very jaded and cynical. And, you know, that's something that can happen to men or women if they've been dating a long time and had enough negative experiences or kind of nasty breakups that they can become really cynical. So most guys are not going to care if you don't have a lot of dating experience. And there's going to be guys that are actually really glad that you don't have a very cynical view of relationships and dating because you don't have you know, years of experience to make you jaded and hardened towards the idea of love. So um, my last suggestion would be to be sure that you're dating with intention. It is easy to feel like sometimes you should go on certain dates or do certain things or put up with certain behavior for the experience, for the sake of dating, just because you're it's a new experience for you and you want to get more experience. But it doesn't add any value to your life if you can learn from those experiences by listening to other people's experiences. So by that I mean, again, sometimes people feel pressure if they're a bit of a late bloomer to catch up to their peers or to build up this repertoire of experiences so that they can feel more like they are part of the dating conversation when that is happening around them or so that they can just feel like they know what other people have been talking about when it comes to dating. But dating for the sake of dating just to get experience usually is not beneficial. It doesn't usually add a lot of value to your life um, and it doesn't usually get you necessarily to where you want to go if you're wanting to find someone who is a great match for you and very compatible and that you can build a happy relationship with and maybe even build a life with. So if you are feeling like you have to go on certain dates or have certain dating experiences just to have that dating experience, don't let that be the driver because that's not a good reason to do things. Have some thoughtfulness behind it. If you are wanting to go on more dates because you realize that you are having a hard time on first dates and it's the social aspect of it is a skill that you're still working on, then that would be a good reason to intentionally be trying to go on more first dates and being more open to first dates with a wider variety of people because you're trying to meet more people and learn about what you want or what you like in a date and trying to figure out how do I handle these first dates. But if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it so that you can say you've gone on this many dates or you've done this or that, that's not a good reason and you're going to end up wasting your own time and energy just for the sake of that experience. If you know what you want out of dating, no matter how old you are, how new you are to dating, then that's what you should be going after. That's what you should be having in mind when you're making decisions about dating, both who you date, how you behave in your dating relationships and that kind of thing. And that's what you should be holding out for and not settling for something that is far less than that. So even though it may sometimes feel like being a late bloomer is a big deal or 
something that is embarrassing or overall a huge hardship, it doesn't have to be. And it can actually be a blessing in disguise. It was for me and for many women that I know. And so I'm hoping that if you feel like you're a late bloomer, that it ends up being something you look back on with gratitude. Because like I talked about, there are a lot of unique benefits you have when you are a little bit older when you start to date. And a lot of those challenges that you end up potentially facing if you're a little older when you're starting to date are things that build a lot of strength and resilience as you work through them and of course you know if you're new to dating no matter how old you are you're gonna have to learn the ropes and you're gonna face some bumps along the road and figuring out how to navigate relationships is going to take a little bit of time but you can handle all of that and if you're you know if you have a little bit more life experience under your belt when you come into the dating world, you're going to be better equipped to handle those challenges right off the bat. So if you are ready to start dating, then no matter how old you are, don't feel like you are too old or that it is too embarrassing to be new at dating at your age. Don't hold yourself back. Get out there and start dating. It could be one of the best things that you end up doing because you might meet the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And in fact, if you don't start dating, there's not a lot of other great options for how to meet that person. So if that's what you're wanting, then again, don't hold yourself back. Get out there because you got this. Thank you again for tuning in today to listen. It's always a pleasure having you here. If you enjoyed today's episode, please um, hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you are finding this really enjoyable, please feel free to leave a rating or a review or you know, share an episode with a friend if you think they might enjoy it as well. Um, well, I will see you back here with our next episode and um, we will have a Q&A episode coming up. It's actually going to be an ongoing series. So you can submit those questions. I have a question form on my website. So my website is linked in the podcast description and you can click on the ask a question button on there to submit a question and you may get your question answered in an upcoming Q&A episode. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.